You've tuned into Growth Point Church, and this is our podcast. Our prayer is that the messages provide an atmosphere for growth and grace in your relationship with Christ and an opportunity for you to gather together in community, whether online or in person. Now let's go into the message. Hey everyone, we're at week two of our series, Faith Flicks. I'm so happy that you are connected and it is my privilege to connect with you and be with you again another week. I hope um, that you are enjoying our series and please know that we're going to be back in person uh, really, really soon. So I really appreciate you uh, for tuning in today. Go ahead, wherever you are, lift up your phones, um, your tablets, your iPads, whatever you have, and let's make our confession together on the count of three. Let's go. One, two, three. This is God's word for my life. I read it, receive it, understand it, and love it. I'm so glad I have what I need to grow. We're in week two, uh, Faith Flicks, and we're going to jump right into this chapter that I started in last week, Hebrews, the 11th chapter. And uh, go ahead and share this with someone. If you haven't shared, go ahead and share. Uh, put in the comment section where you're watching from. Do all that stuff um, so that we can join in faith together. This this Faith Flix is streaming faith to your soul. The essence and the premise of this series is to awaken faith back in you, awaken your relationship back up with God uh, so that you can connect and we can all connect in the ways that we can experience some real sustainable growth uh, through these seasons of our life that we are facing as well as your life wherever it is that you are right now. Hebrews 11th chapter and verse five says, by faith, Enoch was taken up so that he should not see death and he was not found because God had taken him. Now, before he was taken, he was commended as having pleased God and without faith, it is impossible to please him. For whoever would draw near to God must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who seek him. One more time, by faith, Enoch was taken up so that he should not see death and he was not found because God had taken him. Now, before he was taken, he was commended as having pleased God. In week two of our series on Faith Flicks, I want to talk from this topic today, Walk It Out. If you would do me a favor right now, put in the comment section wherever you are, just say, walk it out, walk it out, walk it out. For myself, those of you who already know, I really, um, I work out, you know, um, I don't always it doesn't always seem like I do, but I do work out. But one of the things that you uh, notice or one of the things I love to do is run. I know some people are like, I don't like to run. Well, I do. Uh, I like to run. Um, and um, I don't know why I like to run, but I guess sometimes it feels like running gets me there faster uh, than walking. It's probably not true, but it's just something that I tell myself. Uh, so I do like to run. Um, and that's good as it relates to uh, working out. Um, and running to build up your um, your heart rate and all the different things associated with as far as whatever scientists and uh, different experts say as it relates to running versus walking. But there, there's some of you who walk and some of you walk at an accelerated pace. Uh, but whether you walk or whether you, whether you run, uh, as it relates to working out, it's good. 
But as it relates to our life, it is challenging because a lot of us, uh, walking is a, a process uh, by which you have to take step after step to be able to get to your destination. Running gets us there faster, same destination, but sometimes faster. But there are a lot of us who are approaching our life in a way that we would rather run through seasons, run through situations, than walk through them. Because we would run, say, I'm going to go ahead and get through this as fast as I can. I don't want to walk through it. I don't want to have a slow pace. I just want to get through it. And we try to run through different things. But as it relates to our life and as it relates to growth, life and our growth in God and our growth in, in and as we continue to build up our faith, it's not about running through things, but it's about walking. So someone put in the comment section one more time, walk it out. And as we went last week, and I introduced you last week, that the word faith, as we talk about faith today, and we talk about Enoch, but the word faith is, is defined as assurance. It is the competence. It is total dependency. That's what we talked about just last week, that it is assurance, and it is competence, and it is total dependency on God. And I, I pray uh, that as we are going through this series, and as we are uh, coming to you every single week, that that is something that is awakening in you um, in this walking um, because I, I really feel um, as we are in our life and as we are going through different things right now that there is a greater walk with God um, that God is really drawing us into. Um, uh, we used to sing the song um, when I was growing up and I say we but I mean myself when I was growing up there was a song we sang I want Jesus to walk with me um, and that was always sometimes inviting Jesus into my walk and uh, uh, inviting him into my daily habits, inviting him into my daily activities. But but um, that's great for me to invite Jesus in, but it's greater uh, when I walk with God and when I'm in connection with God. And there are, I can't, uh, sometimes I'm, I'm in such a hurry uh, to move from one season to the next that I'm trying to uh, do it at a more accelerated rate or uh, do it at a faster pace. But there are sometimes life will slow you down to the point to say for this season and uh, for this thing, you're going to have to walk this thing out. Um, it doesn't mean that you're not going to get to the destination. doesn't mean that you're not going to get where God would have you to get. But for some seasons, you're going to have to learn that faith is a actually a process of by which I'm learning uh, to gain knowledge by walking things out, not by running and not by having a quick pace, but by running these things out. And here, this particular uh, person that we see as we go through this chapter, there are different people that will be able to see uh, who have had a life that has been attached to and been attributed to faith. And that's why we are going down this particular chapter. And this person that I'll talk to you about today is a man by the name of Enoch. Um, he's not some character that you or I'll say character, a person that you hear mentioned often. Um, and we, you know, we talk about God of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob, and we talk about Daniel and the lion's den. And uh, we talk about David as being a psalmist and a shepherd and uh, Moses who delivered people out of um, the um, out of the wilderness and, and out of Egypt and brought them into the wilderness and headed them into the promised land. We talk about Joshua, who was the leader after Moses. We talk about Jesus. We talk about Mark and 
Luke and John and Bartholomew. We talk about all these different people, Nicodemus. We but and we talk about Deborah the prophetess and talk about Ruth and talk about Esther the queen. But you don't hear a lot about a guy by the name of Enoch. Uh, but the, and Enoch doesn't have a long chapter written written after him. Enoch does not have uh, a book written after him. Enoch uh, has just a very small uh, debut um, in this scripture and he is talked about but that small debut is so big that small debut just because and I want to say this for those of you who might be watching right now just because your um, your introduction to something or your introduction uh, to life or to opportunity is just a little small glimpse it doesn't mean that God can't do something big in a small thing that's why it says over in the Old Testament that don't despise don't despise the day of small beginnings so I don't want you to overlook small things so the a guy by the name of Enoch, uh, he, uh, Hebrew is a Hebrew name, but uh, the the name of that or the um, the definition of the name Enoch means one who is dedicated, trained, disciplined. Enoch means one who is trained, uh, dedicated and discipline. He is first mentioned in Genesis, the fifth chapter and verse 21 through 24. And verse 21 says, when Enoch had lived three, uh, when, and when Enoch had lived 65 years, he fathered Methuselah. Enoch walked with God after he fathered Methuselah, his son, 300 years. Do you hear, hear that? Three, not say 30, 30 years. <laughs> say and say 60 300 years and he then had other sons and daughters hear this for those of you who feel that you have missed your window for those of you who feel that you have missed your opportunity to produce something for those of you who feel that time and chance has passed you by let this be your word it says that at at 65 years old he fathered. Now, we don't know if he, he had anything at 55 or 50 or 45. We don't know because it doesn't record it. But it does say at 65 years old, he fathered Methuselah. I don't know who of you who might be over the age of 65 or at the age of 65 or maybe you've had your 65 days of this or 65 months of whatever it is you've been experiencing and you have fathered or you have produced or uh, you have not seen anything shift in your life. You might be at your 65th moment. I I want to tell you right now that this might be your moment. I want someone to put it in the comment section right now that this might be my moment. At 65, he fathered Methuselah. And then it says, and Enoch walk with God. After he fathered Methuselah 300 years and had other sons and daughters, it says, thus all the days of Enoch were 365 years. And Enoch walked with God, hallelujah, and he was not for God took him. He walked, he said, thus the days, the entire days, how long he was on this earth was 365 years. And Enoch walked with God and he was not for God took him. Did you hear that one more time? He says, thus all the days of Enoch were 365 years. Enoch walked with God and he was not for God took him. 365 years. Doesn't that remind us of our calendar days? 
365 days sometimes. If you have a leap year, it might be more than that. But here, 300, usually 365 days. Enoch walked with God for 365 years. This is all the days he had. For 365 years, he walked with God. He was not, God took him, meaning he didn't die because God lifted him up. God took him 365 years. How, if I'm going to walk this thing out, 365 years, and there are many of us who struggle with just a day, a 365 minutes, 365 seconds uh, for, for 365 years. And no, we don't have people that are living that long now, but it says that, he, that for his life, 365 years, and then God took him. So my question as we can, we go through this teaching today to walk, to walk it out, my question or uh, what we want to look at is how do we walk it out for 365 days? Enoch had 365 years, but how can we walk out our faith for 365 days? How can we, how can we, how can we have that type of experience and how can we extract things from Enoch's life that we can learn? Well, we look at this and we find out according to Hebrews, it says that when we look at Hebrews, we find out it says by faith, he said, Enoch was taken up so that he did not see God for he was found for he was was not found because he God had taken him. Now before he was taken, he was commended. That word commended, it means that he he had a testimony. He has a testimony. One version says that he had a testimony. The first thing is if you're going to be able to walk it out, walk out your faith for 365 days and for those of you who are like, I can't even think about a whole year. Well for the next few days or for the next few moments or even for the next few minutes, if I'm going to do that, the first thing is I have to have a testimony. Someone put in the comment section, have a testimony, have a testimony. He had had a testimony, but, but hear this. I want to sweep this around because even when I was growing up, and I've seen it many times. People would get up and what we would call testimony service, where uh, sometimes that would be how the church started. Or sometimes we would start out with testimony service and people would, would talk about um, different things that were going on in their life. Well, in this particular instance, it wasn't just him talking about what was going on in his life. He was talking about what God had shown him, what, what he had experienced with God. It was a testimony not opposing uh, to different things that he had experienced, but his testimony was built on relationship with God. Uh, you want to make sure that if you're going to have a testimony that really reaches, that it's less about you and more about God to be able to say, yes, there are moments that I feel like giving up, but it is by the Lord's mercies that I'm not consumed. If it had not been for God, I would not be here. I would not make it. I would not have uh, opportunity to be here, like to be able to have that type of, he says, he didn't see God. He said, because it was taken that he was commended, that he had a testimony, like to be able to say that I. there are times that I wanted to walk away. There are times that I wanted to throw in uh, this season and say I'm done with that or whatever, but I have a testimony in God. Someone say I have a testimony. He says he had a testimony that he was he was commended. What does it go on and say that he, he had a testimony? What? It goes on and says, he says he had a testimony according to this particular scripture. He said he had a testimony or he was commended that... Uh, he was committed as having pleased God. 
not just any ordinary testimony, not just talking about just regular stuff on ordinary things. And, you know, I, I, you know, I got this car the other day or you know, I got this house and those things are testimonies. I'm not saying that. But he said it wasn't just that type of testimony. He had a testimony that he pleased God. That word please God means that he trusted God. It also means that he walked with God, uh, that that uh, Enoch was not just um, just playing around with it, but he actually trusted, had total reliance on God. He walked with God and that walking with God means he pleased God. He had this testimony that as he pleased God, because of verse six says, because without faith, it is impossible to please him. How do I please God? By trusting God, by walking with God. And I want to live a life that I completely trust God. I know we oftentimes say, um, according to the United States, uh, we often quote this at the beginning uh, when I was growing up in, in classes. I think they still do it sometimes in classes. They would say, I pledge allegiance. And they would talk about to the United States, of America, to the flag, the United States of America and all this stuff. But have we ever gotten to the point that we have um, recommitted our allegiance to God and say, I pledge that I trust in you. I pledge my life belongs to you. I give my heart to you. I, I pledge, he says, he had a testimony that he trusted God. He had a testimony that God was walking with him. Have you ever looked through your life and said, am I walking with God or am I running from God? <laughs> Am I walking with God or am I trying to hide from God? Is God walking with me? Am I walking with him? Am I in sync with God? Or am I at a point that I'm at enmity? I'm at hate. I'm, I'm fighting God. I'm fighting God's will for my life. But no Enoch, this, this brief debut that he had, he said he had a testimony. Hallelujah. He had a testimony that he was walking with God. I'm telling you, I don't know where you are in your life right now. I'm telling you, I don't know what season you're experiencing right now, but you've got to have a testimony that you trust God. We used to sing the song that the deacons used to stand before the church and they would say I will trust in the Lord until I die. They would go on and say I will stay on the battlefield until I die. They would say I will stay on my bended knees until I die. You've got to get to the point Enoch and those of you who are connected uh, listening right now as Enoch taught us you know, we've got to have a testimony that come hell or high water come trial, come test come difficulty, come come tribulation, come tears, come layoffs, come no matter what it is that I experience, what I have in my life for sure is that I trust him. I walk with him. He talks with me. He He's with me at all times. He had a testimony that he trusted God and his trusting God pleased God. That God said, if you're going to trust me, I'm going to do something in your life. If you're going to trust me, I'm going to show you things that you've never seen before. If you're going to trust me, I'm going to take you places you've never been before. If you trust me, I'm going to be able to work out things you never thought were going to work out before. If you trust me, I'll bring you in the presence of kings and great people. If you trust me, I'll give you favor, not just with me, but with man. If you trust me, someone put in the comment section, I trust God. Hallelujah. Because Romans, because Romans 8 chapter and verse 8 says this, those who are in the flesh cannot please God. You can't birth anything. It's any, anything that is birthed without faith does not please God. 
Without faith means I trust me. No faith means I trust, I trust myself. I, I, I believe that I can do it on my own. I believe that I have the ability and the, the gifting and the talent and the, the wherewithal to be able to do it on my own. But Enoch said, on my own, I can do nothing. <laughs> Without God, I, I cannot. Without faith, I, I cannot live a sustainable life. I've gotten to the point in my life that I have realized and I am confidently sure I have total dependency and reliance to know that I've got to walk with God. This thing, I've got to walk it out with God because in my flesh, I have produced nothing nice. In my flesh, I have produced nothing sustainable. In my flesh, I have produced nothing that is even worth talking about. In my flesh, I have gotten myself into some seasons, into some situations that I don't even really want to tell you about or to talk about. I'm ashamed of the things that I have produced in my flesh and I was not pleasing God. But in this season and in this moment in this particular time in my life I don't want to do the fleshly things anymore I don't want to do what I've talked myself into I don't want to do what I'm feeling anymore in this season in this moment I want to walk I want to be in total complete trust in God because I want to please God above all things I might not please people I might not please my family but above all things I want to please God someone put in the comment section I want to please God I want to please God. He says, for without faith, it's impossible to please God. Hallelujah. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. And lastly, not only do we, we learn to have a testimony, uh, that he had a testimony of trusting God. Second thing, he, had, he walked with God, had a trust with God. And, and thirdly, it's that he had learned the truth. He learned the truth. If you're going to really walk it out for 365 days, you got to have a testimony. You got to have trust and you got to have truth. He lived in truth about God. Find it in the scripture there. It says, for whoever would draw near to God must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who seek him. <laughs> Hallelujah. He believed he had lived in truth about God. Now hear this. There are many of us who are living in a truth that has nothing to do with God's truth. We say, this is my truth. It might be your truth, but it might not be God's truth for you and about you. He says, Enoch said he had a truth about God. He says, because whoever would draw near to God. I mean, if you're going to have a real relationship with God, not a religious experience, but a real relationship with God, not just a religious uh, thing that you do by habit and ritual, he says, but a real relationship with God. Whoever draws near to God must believe that God exists and that he rewards those who diligently seek him, those who seek him. Romans, the 14th chapter, verse 28, uh, 23 says, but whoever has doubts is condemned as he eats because the eating is not from faith. For whatever does not proceed from faith is sin. 
Now, that scripture was talking about um, don't get to the point that you're um, um, drawing people away by different things. Like if, if that, that causes somebody to stumble, then don't do that. If that causes somebody to err, then don't do that. Like don't get caught in arguments. It's like, well, I can eat this and I can eat that or whatever. But if it causes somebody to stumble, stay out of that. That's what basically that particular scripture was talking about. But in the, it, but it ends in that, di- that, that dialogue and that discourse that they were having and says, for, for whatever does not proceed from faith is sin whatever doesn't whatever does not proceed from a life of trust whatever doesn't proceed from a life of total dependency and total reliance on God is error is sin it's not pleasing to God he says because whoever comes to God must believe that he exists Oh, God, I'm not talking about believe that he can do something. I'm not talking about believe he's a miracle worker. I'm not talking about believe that he's a healer. I'm not talking about believe that he can calm the seas and, and, and calm the storm, storm, storms and, and cause you to walk through on dry ground on uh, the Red Sea. I'm not talking about that. Not talking about what he can do. Not talking about how he can bless and not, not talking about that, but to believe that he is. I'm just talking about just to be able to get to the point that you say you are the source of my strength. You are the strength strength of my life. You are Elohim. You are God with us. You are God of the universe. I believe that you are the stone that the builders rejected. And you have become the chief cornerstone. I believe that you are the head of my life. I believe that you are the breath that I breathe. I believe that you are the one who dries all my tears. I believe you are the stainer of life. I believe you are the creator. I believe you are the mighty God. I believe you are the only God. I believe you are the omnipotent one. I believe you are the all-knowing one. I believe you are the omniscient one. I believe that you are all things in all ways and all good at all times. I believe that if I'm in the valley, you are there. I believe that if if I'm in the mountain, you are there. I believe that you calm storms for a living. I believe that you look to to yourself and saw to see if there was anybody else who was greater than you, but you were so bad that you looked at yourself and they said, there's no one who can do it like I do. There's no one who can compete with me. I am God and beside me, there is no other. I believe that you are the God of the universe. I believe that you are the God of the world. I believe that you are the God of my life. I believe that you are to be able to get to the point to say, as Enoch said, whoever comes to God, if you're going to come to God, if you're going to run to God, be able to run saying you are the strong tower. You are the prince of peace. You are the mighty God. You are the father to the fatherless. You are a lawyer in the courtroom. You are the one who calms all of my storms. To be able to lift your hands, to be able to say no matter what I have experienced in my life, what I know for sure is who God is. What I do know is God is the source. He's the strength of my life. He removes all pain, misery, and strife. He promised to keep me and never to leave me, to never ever come short of his word. That's why I got to fast and pray and stay in this narrow way. I got to keep my life clean in every way because I want to go with him. Come on, Enoch. I got to go with him when he comes back because I've come too far and I can't turn back. Somebody in the comment section, what I know is God is. He's everything I've ever needed him to be. Every time I was looking for him, he was already there. He wasn't hiding. I was. I believe whoever comes to God must believe that he is. Someone put in the comment section and say, God is. God is. God, this is the thing about Enoch. This is what I love about Enoch. Is Enoch never saw God physically, but he believed in him spiritually. 
Enoch did not see God physically. He did not see a physical form, a manifestation of God. He didn't see anything. He didn't see a burning bush like Moses. He didn't see him close the, the, the mouth of the lion like Daniel. He didn't see him uh, uh, part the Red Seas. He didn't, he didn't see them walk over like Joshua uh, was able to see. He didn't see any of the different, he didn't see blind Barmaeus get his sight. He didn't see the 10 lepers uh, be able to have that impact and and their lives would change. He didn't see none of that stuff. He didn't see, but he believed. He didn't see anything, but he believed everything. Oh, God, if we can get back to the place where we have that type of faith to be able to say, I don't see it, but oh, my belief is intact. My belief is intact. He didn't have a visible, he didn't have a visible appearance, but he believed in his being. And old church, old growth point, old friends, old family, old supporters, if there's anything that's happening right now while I'm doing this faith flick series and trying to get faith streaming back to your soul is for you to be able to say I might not see some things but I still believe the God of everything I might not see what I need to see but I believe in who I don't see I know no one else sees it I know when no one else has heard it no one else has experienced it but I know for myself when I look back over my life when I look back over the things I've experienced what I do know for sure is that God has always been there someone put in the comment section and say I believe God Proverbs 8 chapter and verse 17 I'm through here Proverbs 8 chapter verse 17 says this he says I love those who love me and those who seek me diligently find me brothers sisters friends supporters everybody hear this if you're gonna walk this thing out you got to seek God ha <laughs> If you're going to walk this thing out, you got to believe God. I love those who love me and those who seek me diligently find me. That was what we learned from Enoch. A little brief period, a little, just a little sentence about him, just a little, maybe two sentences about him in Genesis and, and this that we have in Hebrews. The, here it is that the name Enoch, I told you, and I end the same way that I started. The name Enoch means um, he was dedicated, one who was trained and disciplined. For 365 days, for the next few moments, for the next few months, for the next few minutes that you have, can we be dedicated and trained and disciplined enough to really walk this thing out? To walk it out with a testimony, to walk it out with, with, with trust, and to walk it out with the truth about who God is. You might not have things you want to have and things might be a little bleak and strange. I'm not denying that. I am not denying that it's not difficult and not hard. I'm not denying any of that. I'm not denying that seasons are difficult. I'm not denying that, that there's all types of division throughout the land. I'm not denying that it's difficult to be able to walk out faith in a faithless world. I'm not denying any of that. But Enoch teaches us that it is possible to walk with God in such a way that it pleases God that he evaded even death. Could there be things that God would allow you not to experience that will pass you by just because you have a relationship with him? To say, there are things I will allow you to walk through, things I will allow you to come out of, things that I will sustain you in just purely on relationship. Purely on relationship. 
I remember times growing up and different situations that I would experience and sometimes be outside with friends and or sometimes be outside and wanted to be rescued from something and I remember oftentimes they used to when I was growing up they used to call me streetlights because when the streetlights came on I had to go inside but there were times that I would I, I knew my dad was going to call my name because the streetlights came on it was getting dark that that call of my name Mario it's time to come in it wasn't just punishment it was it's getting dark it's time for you to come in the house this is where you where you live and this is where you're safe as we walk with God could it be that God is trying to call your name and say come on in come in come home it's a place of safety I've got you covered no matter what you experience, what you're going through, let's be like Enoch. 365 years he lived. But for 365 days, 365 minutes, 365 seconds, can you see what really leaning in and trusting, depending on God, looks like? And live a life that pleases God. I want to pray with you. Father, I thank you for Enoch's life. I thank you for what we learned from it. I thank you for what we're gaining from it. And I thank you for what we can be because of it. It is my prayer above all things that we learn how to walk with you. Not just you walking with us, but let us learn how to walk with you. Some trust in horses, chariots, and other things, but we remember the name of the Lord our God. Thank you for Enoch. Thank you for faith and teaching us how to depend on you again. We need it to be reminded that without you, we can do nothing. We glorify you and we honor you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Do me a favor, put in a comment section one more time. Walk it out, walk it out, walk it out. Stay tuned. Those of you who want to give your life to Christ and want to connect further, we have a message for you right after this message. But whatever you do this week, church, keep growing. Walk this thing out and see what God is going to do for you. I'll see you next week for part three of our Faith Flick series. God bless you. See you soon. Thank you for your prayers and generous support that grant us the opportunity to do ministry. Now, this connection doesn't have to end here. Visit our website, engage with our social platforms, comment, review, screenshot, and share your growth with others. And until next time, keep growing.